Hey guys, Pastor Jurgen here. I'm so glad you're tuning into one of our powerful messages that is guaranteed to absolutely elevate your life to another level. At Awaken, we only want to preach fresh, real, powerful to help you grow stronger in your walk with God, develop your faith so you can take more territory. I'm praying that God blesses you and enriches your soul as you listen to this amazing word from God. God bless you. Um, so I want to, I want to share about uh, a message called um, the transformed heart, the transformed heart. So I don't want to focus so much on demons. I know you'll love your demons, but uh, let... <laughs> Let me tell you this, that whatever I teach on it to make any difference, it always ends, it always ends up with demons coming. <laughs> they just get in my way. I don't have to focus on them. They just, just, if you advance the kingdom, they're in front of you, hindering you. So you've got to get some fight in you. Okay. So, so a free heart will produce good fruit. A free heart will produce good fruit. And uh, often you don't hear much teaching on the heart. And uh, the Bible can be a little confusing in its language. It talks about the spirit of a man, talks about the soul, and uh, it talks about the heart. And sometimes it mixes up how it refers to them, so it makes it a little unclear. But they, they actually, they're quite distinctive. The spirit man or spirit part of you is the part which enables you to enter and live in and express life in the spirit realm. It's the part God joins to you when you receive Christ. The spirit of God enters your spirit, becomes one with your spirit. You are now anchored as a person able to live in the physical world and interact with the physical world and interact with the spirit world. But there, there is a part of you, like if we say the heart of a problem, we're talking about the core of a problem. Heart of a tree, the core of a tree. So I want to just talk a little bit about a heart. Let's have a look in um, 1 Samuel 16, 7. 1 Samuel 16, 7. Because you need to understand that the heart, your heart is the center of God's attention. Your heart. You know, we get Religion will get you wound up with all the behaviors and, and your lacks and shortcomings. But God is looking at your heart. And so here's a great scripture here. And the background is that uh, Samuel the prophet has been commanded to anoint one of Jesse's sons to be the king of Israel. And so he goes there and David, the youngest, is out in the field. And David is not even considered valuable enough to be in the meeting with the prophet. He's excluded. And so the first son that comes out really tall, he's good looking, he's handsome, he's a great guy. And Samuel looks and says, whoa, that's a king. And, uh, God, and, and here's what God says to me. He said, uh, the Lord said to Samuel, do not look at his appearance or his physical stature because I have refused him. And the word means to utterly reject him as being unsuitable for the task and assignment I have. How about that? And he said, for man looks on the outside and, but, uh, but the Lord looks on the heart. So the heart is the attention or the focus of God's attention. People look at externals. So if you want to present yourself to people, present yourself well because they look on that. That's the, the externals. But um, people focus. The focus of people is on how you appear. It's on your wealth, your position, your power, the car you drive, what you own, all that kind of stuff. And that impresses them. But that doesn't reveal the heart. Uh, you see, religion will also focus on externals. So anything that's based in religion will focus on external conformity, trying to change you so you look the same as everyone else, you behave the same, you speak the same, you're conformed externally, but inside the, the hypocrisy is evident because there's all kinds of things operating in the heart. And so 
uh, religion will move people to feel they're never good enough and strive always to try and conform so they get approved of. It's a, it's a bondage. In, uh, in we, we deal with the Pacifica community locally, and uh, in, in their church, for example, they will tell publicly read out what everyone gave to shame people into conformity. It's like, it's just part of the culture to shame them to religious culture. So the focus of uh, God's, God's focus is always on your heart. The what is in your heart and why are you doing what you're doing? And uh, we've got to actually make that, if that's God's attention and his focus on that, then it's got to be ours as well. How about that? So now think about Jesus' ministry. His first major sermon, the Sermon on the Mount, was about the heart. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. So all of that focus of the Sermon on the Mount is about the culture of the kingdom of heaven. His message was the kingdom of heaven. He said, if you want to live in a kingdom, you've got to understand the rule of the king and the culture and ways of the kingdom. So he tells you the ways of the kingdom. Now, this is not about performing. This is about your heart. So he teaches like, he said, you've heard it said, don't commit adultery. That's a behavior. But he said, if you lust after a woman, you have conceived adultery in your heart. So he said, God wants a higher standard than just not committing adultery. He wants a pure heart that's free of lust. And he said, you know, you heard it said, you shall not murder. Because I'm telling, if you hate a brother in your heart, you've committed murder because the seed of the murder is in your heart. All it takes is a provocation and murder comes out. That's why you'll sometimes read uh, of someone being arrested for killing someone. And when you, when you hear the story, they say, I don't know what came over me. Well, what came over them was very simply demonic. And, what, and the reason it came over them is because they've harbored hatred in the heart. The seed then manifested its fruit. And so all, all things work from what's in our heart. So if you think about Jesus' teaching on the parables, he said this one parable is more important than all other parables. If you don't get it, you won't get the kingdom. You won't understand it. And that's the parable of the sower and the seed. Mark 4.24, he said, let everyone have ears to hear. And then he says, he talks in about the heart. And he talks about the necessity of hearing with your heart and responding from your heart. So you read the parable. It's the parable about the sower sowing the seed. The seed has got good, good, it's got life in it. The issue is the condition of the heart. And so we can preach a message. And it doesn't matter really what the message was. It'll find root and produce fruit in a good heart and it's our responsibility to be a steward of our heart because there's so many things come from our heart so you think about um, a relationship with God or any kind of relationship God wants you to love him with all your heart so in other words you can't love him just by doing stuff he wants your heart see and and uh, in Proverbs it tells you trust in the Lord with all your Heart. I mean, you find the scriptures. They're every. Once you start to look, you see the scriptures on the heart are everywhere, and uh, your heart can be directed or trained towards God or towards other things. So your heart is very, very important, and uh, and and it's the centre of our life. Trust in the Lord with all our heart. So in Proverbs four and verse twenty-three, Proverbs four twenty-three, it tells us of the importance of the heart. The heart is the centre of your life. And so it tells us in Proverbs 4.23, guard or protect your heart with all diligence. It doesn't say just think about it from time to time. It says 
you must guard your heart. You must be a watchman for your heart. And the reason is because out of your heart flow the issues, that's the boundaries and the expressions of your life. So your life really is just the expression of the things you have cultivated in your heart. If bitterness is growing in your heart, bitterness will flow out in your relationships. You can't stop it because you're designed that whatever's in your heart will come out. The Bible says initially it will come out through your mouth. So out of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if you listen to people, it doesn't matter how smart and clever they are, they, can, they will give it away if you're a listener. You will literally hear what's in their heart. I remember going to a very famous uh, minister and everyone was raving about him and the influence he's having, all that thing. And I went and I sat through, I was reluctantly sat through one session and about in the middle of it, uh, as he was sharing and expressing, I heard him and I heard him and I saw him manifest. Just like that. I, I know what's in your heart. So all this other stuff doesn't impress me. Because I know there's anger and control in your heart. And so whatever you're saying ultimately will fall apart because of what you've got grown in your heart. And in due course, it all became public and the whole scandal around it. And, and then people were affected. But everyone had taken on his thinking, not realizing or discerning. Actually, there was brokenness in the heart. There were issues in the heart unresolved. And that determined how he, the philosophy and the way of doing ministry. And so for those who followed it, that's a real problem. In Proverbs 4.23, if we look at them, the Passion Translation, it's really good. So above all, above all, guard the affections of your heart. So that tells us you have affections in your heart, things you are attracted to and like and, and draw to. Guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. So your identity is established in your heart. Who you are the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. So your identity is established in your heart. It's the center and core of who you are. He says, pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellsprings of life. So that raises the question, if God's focus is on our heart, Jesus' teaching was on our heart, his parables were on the heart, he prioritized the heart, why do we not understand and can't even define what the heart is? Why is it we, we're not giving attention to that when the Bible says to guard your heart? Now, the word guard there is the word meaning be a watchman over your heart, a watchman. And that's the same command that was given to Adam when Adam was given a piece of land that we call the Garden of Eden. And God gave him two commands for that piece of garden. He said, guard it or be the watchman over it and cultivate it. So it produces fruit for the Lord. So his assignment was to take the, the piece of land, protect it. That means he had to be a watchman and watch what could come to steal this precious thing God had entrusted him to give him room to develop a faithful life so he could promote him. So he said, be a watchman over what God has given you and then create the environment or cultivate so it produces good fruit. Now, you and I, what God, the garden God has given you is primarily your heart. And you are to guard your heart or protect it from an enemy which seeks to get your heart's affection and attention. Think of Solomon who had two face-to-face -face encounters with God and yet later on his heart turned from God. And the consequence was generational loss. 
So where your heart is directed will determine the course of your life. God wants your heart and your affections. That raises the question, well, what is the heart? We talk about the heart. The heart is the core of who you are. It's a part of your makeup, a part of God's design for you, the hidden man of the heart, the Bible calls it, the hidden man. So there's a, your identity is found in your heart, the core part of who you are. Your heart interacts with your spirit and your soul and body, and it's from your heart your life flows, not your head. It's not your head. So it's the center of our identity. What you believe about yourself in your heart will determine how you live your identity out. And it'll affect all your behavior. It's the center of your affections. It's the seat of your affections. So the heart is that part in the core of you where your affections, your identity, where your passions, where, where this is where they lie. If you, for example, God has brought every person into the world for an assignment, but how can you find your assignment? Well, it's simple. He wrote it in your heart. So if you won't connect with your heart, how will you find your assignment? How will you find what God has designed you for? If you've spent all your life trying to block your heart and cut off the feelings of your heart because your heart has become wounded. So the heart is where we experience intimacy in relationship. You know, we hear that, you hear that expression, well, he did the job, but his heart wasn't in it. Yeah. Does that make sense? No one likes a job where their heart wasn't in it. The Bible says, don't be half-hearted. Don't, don't do things out of half-hearted. Do everything diligently from the heart to the Lord. So, so if, you, if you love someone but never give them your heart, they don't feel you are intimate with them at all because you've hidden your heart. So your heart is the seat of your ability to build an intimate relationship. You feel love in your heart. And you also feel it if it's not there either. You can feel it. Your heart is a part of the spirit in a man. See? So not only that, your heart is the, the place, it's like a garden, where you can, faith is developed. See, if a man believes in his, and confesses with his, then the power of God is activated for salvation. So you see the importance of your heart. Whatever's got your heart has got you. See, and so sin begins in the heart. So Jesus talked about, if you look after, to a woman and lust after her, you conceive adultery in your heart. In other words, your imagination, when you couple it with, when you make evil pictures in your imagination and couple it with a longing for it, the desire for what you see will actually conceive sin in your heart. Uh, Peter said to Ananias, why have you conceived this thing in your heart? So sin begins in your heart. So trying to change your behavior and not dealing with the heart will never change your life. Religion tries to shape you to be conformed. God says, give me your heart. Give me your heart and I will transform your life. I'll put my spirit in you so you have the power to change. And I will also give you a new desire, a desire for me. That doesn't mean everything is changed and everything is right. You still have to cultivate and develop your heart. You get the idea? Okay. So we'd commanded to guard our heart. Guard our heart. So in, in Proverbs 21, 2, it says, every way, every way of a man 
is right in his own eyes. So the culture we're in, of course, well, I do what, I've got my truth, I do what I think. But it says the Lord weighs the heart, weighs what your motivation is. So your motives are in your heart. The why you do what you do, is it because you overflow with love and want to give, or is it you're doing a trade? Now, trading means I give you this and you give me that. But what if I give you this, but I never tell you what I want, then I get offended because I didn't get it. That's just so dumb. And, and, and Christians do it all the time. Yeah, and so frequently I tell them I, they, they become offended over church, over leadership, all that kind of thing. Well, I've done this, I've served. I don't know. They tell me all the things they've done. I'll say, I'll listen to the story. Okay, and then I say, well, here we are. I just got one question to ask you. Was your service a gift or a trade? And they get shocked. Because if it was a trade, you were definitely ripped off. <laughs> if it was a gift, then you're like your father who just gives without worrying about people returning. Oh, oh, somebody stopped me on that one. You know, <laughs> and, and that's where people get upset. They kind of, kind of expect they'll be honored or they kind of expect that somehow people will thank them or notice them, something. And that's not, I mean, it's not unreasonable, but if that's what motivates you, you're in trouble. When they turn the other way and miss it all together and give someone else the credit, you get upset. Anyway, okay. So, so your heart is a very important, your heart is the most important piece of real estate you got because it'll determine where your life goes. So you've got to guard your heart, guard your affection. You guard it in your marriage. You think about what, why marriages fade away. Why is it they start off and they're at the altar and, oh, I love you. They're like Ben and Shelly. Oh, <laughs> You know, <laughs> here it is. The love is on. The heart is on fire with love. So, with many couples, I'm not saying them because they're on their honeymoon. They're telling me they're having a great time. Oh, great time! Uh, but I've been around a long time. I've seen couples, and then later on, everything's gone. There's no conversations, no fun. There's no joy. There's no laughter. Something is gone. The heart has gone from the marriage because it was neglected and other things came in. So you understand, you got, so one of the primary responsibilities we have is to guard and cultivate our heart so we remain passionately in love with Jesus until he comes and not let what happens in church or in society or whatever cause your heart to become offended and shut down. All righty then. So we're getting the idea, your heart. How many got it? the idea? It's really important. My heart is really important. I get what it is. I can't see it, but I know it's boom bidi boom bidi boom right now. And uh, there's something going on in there. And so, you know, you, you can direct your heart and develop your affection for God or your heart can be cooled off and you lose your affection. So in Revelation, book of Revelation, chapter 3, churches Laodicea, God's, uh, uh, Jesus rebuked from them. They did many great things, but he said the one thing is a problem is lukewarmness. You've lost your passion, your heart for me. So yeah, you're doing stuff, but I want your heart. I want you to love me. I want you to never lose your first love. He spoke to the church and he talked about, I've got this one thing against you. You left your passion, your first love. Where you just love him and enjoy him and want to be with him and want to hear from him. and all That gets lost on the way because things get into our heart. Okay, what kind of things then? So the Bible says your heart can be broken and damaged. Your heart can be broken. I, I know what a broken heart is like. I ended our marriage with a broken heart. And it was only years later 
that the Lord showed me that I needed to repent and deal with the brokenness in my heart. Now, it wasn't I didn't want to deal with it. I just didn't know how. And we would have ministers come, and you and I would talk and say, we, we need prayer, we need help with this. And it was like, we never, like, we went, like they went, la, 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 I don't, I don't want to hear about that. And, I re, we re, and, and we would talk after and say, I think we asked them if they would pray for us and help us with this, and there's been no response. It's, a, it's weird. And then I come to realize, actually, they know a lot of Bible, but they don't know the heart. They just couldn't give any help. And so we went for quite some years in our marriage with a broken heart. Deeply broken heart serving God. And it wasn't until we pioneered our church in Hastings, where we are now, that actually I saw someone come into town who talked about the heart. I said, I want to go there. I, I want to get something fixed up in my heart. I don't know what to do and how to do it. And we went and God began to speak to us. And I remember going back to, uh, after, after the meeting that day and going back. And as I knelt down to pray just before we went to bed, um, the Lord spoke to me and said, there's bitterness in your heart. And he showed me exactly the point it was conceived. And I wept and wept and repented and said, honey, would you forgive me? There's been a bitterness in my heart. And it started way back there. And she began to weep and she said, there's bitterness in my heart because of what happened back there too. And so we both knelt down and prayed and forgave. And God shifted the connection, the relationship, the intimacy. There's, the, see, these things, you can't, you can't cover them, hide them, pretend they're not there. They produce a fruit. You have to face them. have to resolve them. Get the idea? So Psalm 147, 3, it says, God heals the brokenhearted. That means because he's a healer. Now think about this. When, when Israel got redeemed and they came out of, out of Egypt and, and they're all, yeah, 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 praise the Lord. You know, and they got their singing and they're dancing. The Lord has done great things and all that kind of thing. Next day, three days later, they're complaining. And what, and what God had done was he had plenty of provision for them up here. He just took them through a bit of hardship to surface their bitterness. He wanted to heal the bitterness they carried from 400 years of slavery. And they were a generation who had their sons under two years old murdered. Child slaughter on a massive scale. There was a whole nation of people grieving. The, probably the woman had been assaulted. They were slaves in a foreign culture. And God said, I want to deal with your heart and your bitterness. And they all complain because of the bitter waters. But God showed them a tree, the cross, that when you put the cross into the bitterness and the bitter experience, there was healing. You understand? So we're going to get to that. The only way to get healed, really, so you can cast out the demons, but the demons will come back if you don't deal with the roots. You'll deal with the roots. So I love to cast out demons, but I've learned, man, they keep coming back to some people. <laughs> We're not dealing with the... And then I read, Jesus said, they come back. In Matthew 12, he said in verse 43, 30 to 45, he says, they come back. Oh. And he said, then they find them. So you can't go to another campus and hide and think I can hide out over there. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. You think, I'll go to another church. I'll hide out there. No, that won't work either. They find you. They've got an internet. 
they just locate you. I mean, I was in, I was in a place, we were, I was in a, having a move of God and we were having these meetings and demons are manifesting and, and then I had a problem in the hotel, which is next to the church. People come into the hotel and start yelling my name and screaming, going crazy in the foyer and the, the, they were told, the, the church pastor was told, you can't have this guy here, he's causing chaos in this place. Get rid of him. So they rang me up and they, they rang me up and they said, oh, pastor, we've got, we're putting you in a secret hotel. I thought, a secret hotel, awesome. This is exciting, a secret hotel. I'm going to a secret hotel. So only three people know. And I'm thinking, awesome, secret hotel, no one knows. Well, I wasn't thinking clearly at all because I went to the secret hotel. This is great, I'm in a secret hotel. Only three people know where I am. That night at 1.30, is a guy outside my door yelling and shouting and, and going through all this kind of noise. He woke me up and I thought, I thought someone's having a row. I wonder what's going on. Then there's no, there's one voice. Oh no, it's about me. <laughs> there's a demonized guy. He just manifested outside the room. So, so the, the demonic realm can see you where you are. You can't run away. You, you're absolutely vulnerable there. You can hide and dress up nicely here, but nah, you're, you're just clearly visible up there. They, they see you straight away. They, they just see who you are. I remember going to one of my early deliverances and there's a big tough guy and I took someone with me because I was a little bit, I was learning. We'll put it, I, I was learning, you know. And so when you're learning and there's a big strong guy and you're still learning, then I took someone with me. I thought, that's a good man. You go him. Anyway, we took him out. We knocked on the door, saw the guy and he was in manifestation mode and he looked at the guy and he just, oh, I laughed and then went down the line and what was going wrong in his life. In other words, he's totally visible to the spirit realm. And the guy went red in the face, an elder in the church, and said, well, you're not much good in a battle, are you? You're too compromised. You're visible. And, and what they see is your brokenness. And you, you're not able to stand up in the fight because you haven't actually put your heart right with God. And, and so I prayed, and the guy just whoosh, fell on the ground like that, over. And uh, it was dramatic. It was really dramatic. You would have loved it. He would, some of you Marines would have loved it. He, got a, he, he, he picked up an apple and he held it into my face he said, and he crushed it with his left hand. I tried it. It's very hard to do it. I need a softer apple, an older apple. He just went. It was crunched like that. He said, I'm going to crush you like that. Then he picked up a chair and he said, I'm going to pull you apart like this. And uh, I thought, hmm. And then you know whether you know the Bible verse which says, yeah. you know, I give you authority over serpents and, and tread them underfoot. Nothing shall harm you. Nothing shall harm you. So I stood up boldly. Not about feeling bold. It's standing up bold. In Jesus' name. And duck over he went like that. Demons come out. I thought, wow, how about that? Turns out I don't need to crush apples. I got someone who's stronger who can help us. Okay. So he heals the brokenhearted and binds up all their wounds. So the word broken means to shatter, to be shattered. Wow. To be shattered means you're fragmented. What it, so it's, it's trying to look at like you had a, had a bottle and you dropped it. Uh-oh, all the pieces. What are we going to do with all these pieces? In fact, actually, your heart doesn't break like that, but you have chambers where in the spirit where things are stored and painful experiences, and they leak out and overflow into your life. So the heart can be broken. Brokenhearted means shattered or wounded. Uh, it, it means to bring to birth something that you don't really want to bring to birth. It's because you've gone through an experience that really hurts you. And it says he, he heals the brokenhearted, he binds up their wounds. 
And uh, the thing is there, that word wound means a pain and injury it all, and a sorrow, but it also means an idol. So the word for a wound, when you get wounded inside, also is used to apply to the word an idol. So what's an idol? It's a substitute or replacement for God, which you serve. So when you're wounded, the wounds will direct your life. Even though you want to serve God, they will have a power and an influence on you because of fear of being hurt again. They will cause you to try to control life and relationships instead of bringing it to the Lord for healing. That's why we need to deal with those things. Any idea? So our hearts can be broken or damaged because of things we experience on the journey. We didn't necessarily do anything wrong, but we were wounded by the behaviors of others. And those wounds are visible. And wounds, if you're well aware naturally, if you don't actually bind them up, become infected. And the infected wound is really serious and life-threatening. So we can be wounded. We can be wounded by rejection. I found many girls, and we've prayed for, their father wanted a boy and rejected them completely. And they've struggled all their life with the belief, no matter what I do, I will never be good enough. And that then becomes a driver through life. Uh, abandonment, when people abandon, abandoned by father, abandoned by mother. Abandonment, <clears throat> where we, we should be gathered up and, and nurtured. Abandonment deeply wounds people. A father leaving the family, a mother leaving the family. And it can't just be the death. There was nothing someone did wrong. They just died. There was an accident. But the abandonment feeling is very powerful. And, uh, you know, David said, when my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will gather me up because this is a deeply wounded experience. Betrayal is another one. Betrayal in relationships. When you enter a relationship, you gradually begin to trust someone. And if they betray the trust, it actually damages you at an incredibly deep level. And if you don't resolve it, then it determines the course of your life relationships. So many people enter marriage and actually they've already been betrayed by a man, by a woman, maybe a father, maybe a mother, maybe someone who abused them or whatever. And now they're entering in with distrust, a stronghold of distrust. You can't build any relationship when there's a stronghold of distrust because your basic concern is to protect your heart from being wounded again. You can't you can't mother maybe you can't is a stronghold of thing is protect your of is a strong you but protect your thing is wounded again. You can't protect your heart from mother maybe when you wound heart from you can't other than basic you can't win heart from you can't other than you can take your sentence yeah old and when you take your turn and when father made us to protect your heart from take your but heart from take you can't father heart from man old yeah relationship take your minus to heart from when is a strong Mr. Bold, protect your Mr. Protect your father, old. You can't protect your mother, maybe. 
Second is a straw hot funded again. Mother my old and is to you can't ban your father you can leave to heart from concern ban father you can't leave and winning winning your father takes your leave again father you can't heart from You can't heart from old mother may heart from you can't mother may mother may father heart from protect your own is a strong relationship heart from to but old protect your deep heart from relationship protect your heart from mother may there's a strong concern mother may protect your minister yeah options protect your it again Protect your mother, my Mr. Protect Mr. Protect Mr. Protect your father, Mr. Protect it again. Protect your you can't it again. You can't when you can't it again. You can't protect your there's a strong lantern. Mother, my you can't when you can't there's a strong heart from old heart from. Oh, mother may abandon my father, may protect your old basic mother may but there's a strictly weak you can't relationship abandon and winning winning basic mother may you can't mother may dying is leave yeah horse you can't father heart from protect your weep in the family there's a strictly weep but father mother may it again protect your heart from Heartfulness to you can't be weep heartfulness to protect your lantern concern heartful you can't to protect it again yeah when heartful but the father mother may to protect and mother may your heartful relationship heartfulness to bring the father protect your you you can there's a strong protect your there's a strong you can't hold there's a strong Mother may be protect your lantern. Mother may protect your and when there's a strong to protect it again. You can't do it again. There's a strong Yeah, there's a strong. You can't heart for protect your heart for leave horse. Protect your and win. But it again. Old and then Lantern abandon. There's a strength. Winning wound. Leap heart for heart for old. The father to protect. You can't. Horse not concerned. I win. You can't concern. Leap. Abandon heart for. Yeah. You can't. There's a strength. Old. When concern is to protect your bad father, old, old, the father is to protect you, you, lantern, leap, the functions of the leap and winch.
of a consuming heart from defamation, a heart from relationship, and wildness to basically it again. Definitely weep. Yuff! Heart from you cold. There's a strong wounded again. Heart from cold. When you get us to burn, us to but heart from wounded again. Protect your. There's a strong cold. Protect your. Wounded again. You you yeah. When old there's a strong and when heart from. I wounded again. Take your lantern. Wounded again. Yup. You can't take your heart from father. And to protect father. Take your to protect. Wounded again. But heart from. Protect your and when father is a strongly weep thing is leave concern. Protect your interactions. You can't father abandoned when you can hold father relations. But heart from when you abandon relationship when yeah protect your actions. Enter father when old thing again is to protect father. To protect your concern, to protect your lantern, there's a strong man. You can't hold mother, my to look to mother, my protect your there's a strong you can't mother, my there's a strong mother, mate. You can't. The father mentions. And there's a strong man. Relationship. Mother, mate. And then is man and heart for heart for and witness to pretensions. There's a strong but lantern and relationship. Mother, mate. Take your mother, mate. You can't one concern. Yeah, you wounded again. The father mentions you can't heart from a bang bang. We take your when you can't wounded again. Oh, wounded again. Plain to heart from Mr. To promotions, the father a bad heart thing is when heart from you can to protect again. Often there's a splinter and when you can't look to look heart from man when you but relationship honest to protect but heart from wounded again. Heart from to protect. Heart from wounded again. And winning wound heart from delusions. And winning old wounded again. And when enter, you can't leave it. Mother may heart from wounded. Heart from heart from 
You can't check your hundred again. Hundred again. There's a stranded. Check your man. Hundred old. Heart from. You can't be of There's a string wounded again. When you can't concern relationship thing is just to present. Heart from. You can't basic can when just to old but wounded in other concerns of destroyed old and wounding often when heart from is to protect your thing is led on relationship wounded again you can't there's a there's a protect your wounded again and when Heart from old, you can't. There's a strangeness to but the father concerned of distress. On witness to his heart from the father, protect your under the door. Protect your and when you think protect your but under the you can't do it again. There's a strong do it again. Old and wounded. Heart from old. And when she enter rapidly weakness to print it on the concern, I will enter. You can't change your leave of this heart from honest to protect the heart from this. Turn it on and wound it again. Again, there's a when is a again. again. You can't heart A father, you cold, wounded, Mother may leave old and heart old and heart mother may. You can't make a bang basic. Leap and win a bang bang heart from blended again. Check your. Check your. You can. There's a string of. Land to end. Young mother may thank heart from old. Wounded again. Concern. Mother may. You can't put a heart from the father of basic the father old heart from and is to bring the father of this old there's a strong and is to father may be and is to present there's a strong you can't court thing is you can't hold is to is to Again. Mother may heart from a bandness to print. Mother may it again. And you can winning winning. There's a strangeness to protect your old and later. You can't, you can't. The father may have destroyed it again. Basic, but mother may be wounded. Land to land, 
The father of concern. You can win to old heart from you can't when you destroy interruptions. You can't win and when heart functions to deeply heart from this you can't relationship. Yep. Yep. Protect your lantern and the mother made it again. Check your basic, but then wounded again. Heart from Mr. Pretty Weep, Mother made Mr. Pretty Weep, Mr. Heart fling is Mother made of destruction. Mother made, but Mr. Pretty Father, heart fling. Father, check your Mr. You can a old. Often when old text you of destruction there's a strip of displanter and when yeah heart and mother may heart you can't concern you can't when you old you can't just to pretend your heart of just you can't you can't heart and when you can't father concerned you can't concern you can't heart from Mr. Printed You can't your deeply I wounded again there's a old wounded again. There's a you can't you can't is a concern is a old I wounded again. Mother made wounding wounds. Father made deep concern. Mr. You can't make Mr. Protect your heart. Mother made of And when you can't relationship, you can't but you can't And when you deeply. There's a concern when to look. You can't enter. You can't. Mother may have just old. Father is to put a bank. Banks. Minister. Concern. Enter. When heart functions. You can't look to look. There's a. Send it again. Leave. But you can't You can't check your heart for it again. But mother may heart for basic. You can't check your concern. Mother may you can't check your 
hot from it again. A hot flaming wound. There's a strong. You can't father concern. Young father. You can't. Young leave your father. Mother may a heart from it again. Check your leap. Yup, you can't. Is check your mother may, but you it again. it again. Check your leap, leap, leap. it again. it again. Mother may, don't. Mother may, you can't. There's a strip of destroying heart from you can't. You can't abandon them as a stranger. To check your heart, check your enter. Your father, leave. Enter around the family. Old and yeah, Check your. You can't. Concerns when you but bold in the family and when concerned mother may heart for protect your leap enter it again but there's a yeah and check 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 it again there's a old and when heart for emotions you you protect your mother may hold there's a concern Abandoned it again. Check your mother made us to bring home. You can't concern us to bring home. You can't relationship. Mother may lend to lend to father. You can't to look hard for us to bring home. Honest to bring us when you abandon when you the mother may heart for but other concerns to protect your there's a strong mother may pop heart for you can't mother may it again there's a you can't old mother may heart for mother may it again the far old it again there's a you can't do it. There's a station change. Other concern is to burn it. When a heart for it again. When we enter, you can't heart for you. There's a station change. You can't do it. When we burn it, to another may protect your. There's a you can't. You can't. In the family, the old, the father, the father, protect your. In the family, we hold it again. When to hold it again. But leave. When you horse horse. You can't do it again. And when you leap, 
Wow, what an amazing word. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Hey, listen, for more information about our church, go to www.awakenchurch.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already and download our app. It is amazing. It is chock full of incredible messages, information about upcoming events, and you can even support our ministry if you feel so inclined. We loved having you with us today. We look forward to seeing you again. God bless you. Live a life that is transformative. Bye for now.